to the latest edition in my Facts About series. And today I'm taking you back to the Wars of the Roses. And I've got 20 interesting facts about the Wars of the Roses to share with you. So let's kick off with number one. It's not the War of the Roses, it's the Wars of the Roses, plural. Number two, the series of dynastic wars, which is why they're called the Wars of the Roses, between the houses of York and Lancaster, who both believed they had a claim to the English throne, lasted over 30 years from 1455 to 1487. Number three, the Lancastrian claim to the throne, that of King Henry VI, came from Edward III's fourth son, John of Gaunt, Duke of Lancaster, whose son, Henry of Bolingbroke, deposed King Richard II and became King Henry IV in his place. The Yorkist claim to the throne, that of Richard III, Duke of York, and then his son, Edward, Earl of March, came from Edward III's second son, Lionel of Antwerp, and also his fifth son, Edmund of Langley, Duke of York. Although some historians have chosen to name this series of conflicts the Cousins' War, pointing out that the name the Wars of the Roses um, was first coined in the 19th century by Sir Walter Scott, historian Leander Delisle notes that the quarrel of the two roses was actually a name used in the mid-17th century and that we also have in Shakespeare's play, Henry VI, Yorkist leader Richard, Duke of York, and Lancastrian leader Edmund, Duke of Somerset, picking roses, white for York and red for Lancaster, to show their respective positions. Number five. Henry VI was the son of the warrior king, that famous king, Henry V, who famously defeated the French at the Battle of Agincourt. So there were high hopes for Henry VI that he'd also be a warrior king. Uh -uh. Number six. Henry VI's mental problems, his policy of peace with France, his marriage to Margaret of Anjou and his yielding of lands to France as a result of that, the corruption in his government and the economic situation in England led to him becoming increasingly unpopular with his nobility. Some of the nobles that were very disaffected by what was going on in his reign turned to Richard, Duke of York, and asked him to take a stand against the king. Number seven. The first battle of the Wars of the Roses was the 1455 Battle of St Albans, or the first Battle of St Albans, because there are actually two battles in St Albans. And in that battle, Richard, Duke of York, and his allies defeated Henry VI's crown forces, commanded by the Duke of Somerset. Number eight, the Yorkist claimant, Richard, Duke of York, was killed in 1460 at the Battle of Wakefield. And his son, Edward, Earl of March, became the claimant in his place and was soon proclaimed King Edward IV. Number nine, 
Henry VI was restored in October 1417. By restored, I mean restored to the throne. He became king again. And Edward IV, who had been king just for a bit, was forced into exile. Edward regained the throne after his victory at the Battle of Barnet in April 1471, a battle in which his former supporter turned enemy, Richard Neville, Earl of Warwick, the kingmaker, was killed. Number 10. Edward IV's own brother, George, Duke of Clarence, betrayed him and joined forces with the Earl of Warwick. After initial success... Clarence actually came to a sticky end. He was executed privately at the Tower of London for treason in February 1478, and it was rumoured that he was drowned in a butt of Malmsey wine. Number 11, the Lancastrian claimant, King Henry VI, who'd been captured and imprisoned in the Tower of London, died in May 1471. And died makes it sound rather natural and peaceful, but it's actually thought that he was murdered on the orders of King Edward IV, who obviously wanted the rival claimant out of the way. Number 12, Henry VI's son and heir, Edward of Westminster was killed at the Battle of Tewkesbury in May 1471. Number 13, the Battle of Towton, which was fought on Palm Sunday in 1461, is seen as the longest, largest and bloodiest battle of the Wars of the Roses. It was a victory for the Yorkists. It lasted about 10 hours and according to the contemporary chronicles, which probably exaggerated, 10,000 Yorkist men were killed and 20,000 Lancastrians were killed. Number 14. Edward IV died unexpectedly in April 1483, so he wasn't king for very long. And his other brother, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, was appointed Lord Protector to act as regent for Edward's eldest son, who was still in his minority and who became King Edward V. Number 15, in June 1483, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, took the throne as King Richard III. He claimed that his brother's marriage to Elizabeth Woodville was invalid and therefore Edward V and his brother Richard, who've become known as the princes in the tower, were illegitimate. The princes disappeared and their fate is still a mystery today. Number 16. The surviving senior Lancastrian claimant, who was called Henry Tudor, who was the son of Lady Margaret Beaufort and Edmund Tudor, defeated King Richard III at the Battle of Bosworth in August 1485. Richard was killed during the battle and Henry became King Henry VII and, of course, founded the Tudor dynasty. He was the first monarch of the House of Tudor. Number 17, 
Henry VII, this new king, married Elizabeth of York, who was the eldest daughter of King Edward IV, thus uniting the houses of Lancaster and York as the Tudor house. Number 18. Although the Battle of Bosworth is often seen as the end of the Wars of the Roses because, of course, Henry VII united those houses of York and Lancaster, the dynastic wars actually didn't come to an end until June 1487 when King Henry VII's crown forces defeated Yorkists seeking to depose him and replace him with pretender Lambert Simnel at the Battle of Stoke Field. Number 19. Many nobles were killed during the Wars of the Roses, but although it's often said that half of the prominent noble families of England were wiped out during these conflicts, historian T.L. Kington Oliphant notes that only 12 great historic English houses were in existence when the Wars of the Roses began, out of an original 27 they had already declined. And finally, fact number 20, and I'm sure you know this one. George R.R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones series of novels was inspired by the Wars of the Roses. And it's often said that Daenerys Targaryen is like Henry Tudor, you know, coming out of exile and claiming her rightful place just as Henry did. Well, thank you for joining me. You can subscribe to this channel by clicking around about here somewhere. You can hit the bell to be notified as these videos go live and you can give me a like and leave me a comment. I'll see you very soon. Take care. Bye bye.